0: It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast From the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com Yeah, that Ricky Stokes Plain and simple with just the facts Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it Yeah, that Ricky Stokes
1: And now, here is Ricky Stokes Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Ricky Stokes We are returning to I'm Calling You Out podcast They'll be available every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on your favorite podcast channels that you want to find it or on Ricky website. We cover topics that are going on and what your government is really hiding from you. And we will call hogwash on them in a New York second. I'm going to begin with a request that I made to the Houston County Commission. And this request was on 412 of 23 sent to Brandon Shoup who is the chairman of the Houston County Commission and Peter Covert who's the county administrator and reads as follows please accept this as a media request that all information supplied to a county commissioner the undersigned media agency requests to be supplied with we will accept it emailed a loan commissioner is not privileged to any information outside of a majority vote of the county commission that a regular citizen is not entitled to A loan commissioner has no authority to act on any matter without a majority vote in an official meeting, as I understand. All documentation, studies, related materials provided to commissioners for official meetings we respectfully request promptly when sent to commissioners. Any email threads or text threads between the commissioners and administrator, we are officially asking to be included because commissioners cannot discuss items in group messages, only in official meetings. Also, please notice us of any and all meetings to include, but not limited to, work sessions the commissioners may have. Mr. Covert, the county administrator, replied back to me on 419 of 23, Mr. Stokes, we have received your request below, so that we might better be able to evaluate the request in relation to the county policy for a public records request, see attached, please complete the attached form and submit it for consideration. And I have not done that yet. That's for an open records request. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to dothan.org and go to commission meetings and click on their agenda, under each agenda there's a hyperlink that carries you to the documentation about that item on the agenda. The Houston County Commission is secret and hides that information. It's not provided to the public, it's not provided to the media, and you either get the one- or two-page agenda that says uh, approve accepting a grant for the sheriff Pistol Permit Fund. They don't tell you that they're going to retain 15% of the money from the Sheriff on the Pistol Permit Fund. They don't tell you uh, the documentation behind that item on the agenda, which the city of Dothan does. So kudos to the city for being open and transparent, and Mr. Houston County Commission uh, District 3 Ricky Herring, says he is transparent and accountable. Hogwash. I've asked for the information, and Covert wants me to fill out some form. All they got to do is put the documentation with the commission agenda so that we know what it's about. We don't know what it's about except what they tell you, and I promise you, I swear, I will swear on the Bible, they will not tell you the truth. They will not tell you the truth is hogwash that they will be honest and upfront with you. And we're going to get into that on the next item of what they've already played liar about. We'll be right back.
0: This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on his website at Rickystokesnews.com his Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Now I want to talk about the Houston County Farm Center. That's something that started under Chairman Culver about uh, a surprise move to sell it to a Florida real estate company. Well, then the Dothan Commission pulled a perfect coup that all of a sudden John Ferguson makes a motion to add to the agenda. And Gant Pierce, who's a lawyer, whips out of his clipboard a resolution. Lynn White, the Dothan City Attorney, goes into cardiac arrest. He's retired now. Thank goodness he's retired. And he goes into cardiac arrest because he didn't know anything about it. And the commission votes to purchase the Houston County Farm Center because they didn't know what the county was going to do. So things rocked on. They did this study. They spent this money. They spent that money for the farm center. Uh, But it was a Ferguson and Gantt kind of led. But District 3 Commissioner Bradley Bedwell and District 2 Aristotle Kirkland kind of had a hand in it because they wanted to protect their district. It sits in District 3, which is Bradley Bedwell. So the city voted to buy the farm center property. In fact, it was a unanimous vote, although it was kind of pulled without some of the commissioners knowing it till they were walking in the commission chambers. It was a smooth move. Things rocked on. Commission uh, changed in November of last year. Brandon Shute became chairman. Mark Culver retired. Uh... Doug Sinkfield retired off the commission, so we get another deputy. We have two on the county commission, uh, Ivy and Herring, and then we get Tracy Adams. So, and we got a new chairman, Brandon Shupe. So in December of 2022, Brandon Shupe asked the city of Dothan to delay their January closing on the Farm Center property. And at that time, Brandon Shoot promised – in fact, he promised to Ricky Stokes also – that they were going to have some plans drawn up of what they were going to do with the Houston County Farm Center. Well, a couple weeks ago at the Houston County uh, Commissioner and the Dothan Commission, uh, against District 3 Commissioner Bradley Bedwell, against District 2 Commissioner Aristotle Kirkland, against District 1 Commissioner Kevin Dorsey, the Commission Dothan City Commission voted to back out of the purchase of the Farm Center and leave it with the Houston County Commission. That was Mayor Mark Sleba did that. John Ferguson did that. Gant Pierce did that. And David Crutchfield did that. First off, ladies and gentlemen, that showed how smart Mark Sleeba is. Mark Sleba outfoxed them. He played along with them and led the little boys like some little puppies down the street and got what he wanted, and that was not to buy the farm center and let the county keep it. But what Brandon Shoup told me And he told the others that he would have some plans. They were working on plans of what they were going to do with the farm center. Well, guess what? We've never seen. We've never seen those plans. We don't know what their plans are with the farm center. They're letting it be dilapidated and run down. They turned around and are paying $40,000 a year to store the voting machines on retail property on a high traffic four lane every day. And, and why do we need to pay $40,000 a year to store voting machines? I mean, on retail property, on a four-lane that's high-dollar property? But we don't have any plans for the Farm Center, and we found out how much of a wimp Gant Pierce and John Ferguson was when they caved, but they didn't really care about the commissioner that represents that district who really wanted a senior citizen's place for the seniors of the area to be able to go to and have a nice place to go and what was going to be on the corner of Cottonwood Road in the Circle on that piece of property. So hogwash, they pulled a scam, and the scam is they told us they would give us some tentative plans. They've talked about a farmer's produce deal, but they've not given us any, any insight into what they are going to do or any plans, as promised. Which, it didn't take too long to become a seasoned politician as chairman of promised. Because he didn't do what he said, we have no plans. But the city backed out, and I want to applaud Mark Saliba on how easy it was to lead Gant Pierce and John Ferguson down that little road. And I also want to apologize to Bedwell, Kirkland, and Dorsey, that their fellow commissioners could care less about their district and what goes there and letting them in on what's going to go there and having some say-so in what's going to go there in a senior citizen center. So that's a little con that was pulled on the farm center. Uh, They played a lot of hogwash, and they have not been truthful whatsoever. Uh, You know, some of the quotes uh, in the article was, uh, Bedwell said hasn't got a clear answer to whatever the any future plans are for the property and how it would benefit District Three. I haven't got any plans. Plans were promised. I know they were promised. I was in on a conversation that they were promised, and we've never gotten that. It's just like we can't get the items on the agenda, the documentation. They want us to fill all this out. One other thing I want to tell you about. Houston County Commission has an administration meeting on Thursdays before the meeting on Monday. And you cannot, unless you sign up, the agenda, in fact, I just got it moments ago. This is cut on uh, Wednesday at 3.26 p.m. I just received the email on what's going to be on the agenda for tomorrow's uh, 10 a.m. administrative meeting. I have to fill out a form so many hours in advance to request to speak about any item on the agenda, of which no documentation is provided, and I cannot speak unless I fill out that form and get the almighty Brandon Shoup uh, anointment to be able to talk. And so you can't speak about it, and you can't speak about it on Monday. So they don't want the public's input. They don't want you to say anything, and they don't want you to know what's going on. Uh, Houston County gave $1 million, $1 million to the city of Dothan for green space in downtown Dothan. Green space. Nobody's ever defined what the green space is. The green space in my wallet, which is very slim, is money. Where did that million dollars go? There's a bunch of hogwash, and I thought we were going to have some honesty and truthfulness and transparency and accountability on the county commission, especially when two of them are law enforcement officers, and they raise their hand that they're going to enforce and obey the laws of the state of Alabama. And when they have meetings without the public and they won't let the public talk, are they really fulfilling their oath as a law enforcement officer, much less as a commissioner? I think it's a conflict of office, uh, conflict of interest to be a commissioner and a deputy sheriff. In fact, uh, Ricky Herring voted himself a raise. He got a 4.3 raise as a commissioner and a 4.3 as a deputy sheriff. 8.6. That was one of three raises. They also got a 15%. as a commissioner, 15% as a uh, deputy sheriff. So there's some some conflict there, but they're not being honest, and I'm calling hogwash with them that they're not being honest on stuff and they're not providing the documentation uh, to the agenda items, and they will not let you speak unless you fill out a form. that has to be so many hours before the meeting. And like I say, while we were cutting this podcast, at three twenty six p.m. on Wednesday. I just got the email of the agenda that's for tomorrow. This is Riggy Stokes. I'm Calling You Out Podcast. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to the Ricky Stokes, I'm Calling You Out podcast. And you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email ricky at rsn.news109 at
1: gmail.com. Welcome back to the Ricky Stokes, I'm Calling You Out podcast. We're going to move to Henry County, Alabama. Uh, You know, the Alabama legislature, which was very unwise in their – pistol permit idea about firearms. And there's reasons of law enforcement. I think everybody should have a firearm. Uh, I have firearms. In fact, when you see me, you can just bet I'm armed. So if you want to shoot me, better make sure the first shot counts because you will get returned gunfire. But the uh, legislature gave a grant for the sheriffs, the revenue that's lost on pistol permits. Houston County got $25,000 and set on it for a a, a month and then took 15% of it for the general fund from the sheriff and didn't give him all the money, which the county commission did get some money off of every pistol permit. But in Henry County, Alabama, they got money from the uh, government to offset on the pistol permit. And you know, in Henry County, you got a new sheriff that took office in January, Eric Blankenshield. Well, the Henry County Commission has kept 100% of the money and put it in the general fund. And they said, well, the law is written where it comes to the uh, Henry County Commission. Well, the way the law was originally written on the pistol permit, the county commission got half of the pistol permit money and the sheriff got half of the pistol permit money. And what the sheriffs use it for is different purchases. Uh, uh, Our sheriff in Houston County, Donald Valenza, used that to help buy new Uh, vehicles for the sheriff's office they'll use it to send deputies to training and stuff like that but henry county commission the henry county commission chairman probate judge david money and the uh, henry county administrator ronnie dollar has kept so far unless they've changed it in the last few days they have kept 100 of the money on the pistol permit fund that the alabama senate and alabama house voted that the sheriffs would get to supplement what they lost in the Pistol Permit Fund. David Money, that ain't right. Commissioners, y'all vote. The chairman of a county commission cannot make a motion, and he cannot vote unless there's a tie. So there's four commissioners making the decision. Sometimes they don't realize that. And I'll give you an idea like Houston County. Brandon Shoup cannot make a motion, and he cannot vote, unless there's a tie you have curtis hardy harvey tracy adams ricky herring and james ivy those are your four votes they make a motion uh you got john ralph sanders uh other commissioners in henry county those are the four that count not the chairman because he can't make a motion and can't vote unless there's a tie so The ones with the hands in the cookie jar, while David Money, the chairman, may be leading the the taking of the cookies. It's the commissioners that's actually taking the cookies. And they're not doing right. They're not doing law enforcement right. And they're not doing the sheriff of Henry County right. It's hogwash what they're doing? It's really, uh, they're they're trying to say a loophole in the law, but it's really kind of theft taking the money away from the sheriff for things he may need law enforcement-wise, uh, using for to buy drugs from people, to make drug cases, different things that they may need. So somebody needs to get David Money's attention. He's not running again. He's aged out. Next year will be his last year as chairman. But what they're doing is not right, and they're not treating the new sheriff right with what they're doing. So, Henry County, I'm calling you out. It's hogwash what you're doing, and somebody needs to get your attention about it. It's Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out podcast. We'll right back.
0: This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on his website at rickystokesnews.com, his Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify,
1: Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Last night we attended the Houston County Volunteer Fire Chief Association meeting. That's made up of 17 Houston County Volunteer Fire Departments Also, Dothan Fire Department attends the meeting as well. Uh, Last night, uh, Dothan's Deputy Fire Chief, Pete Webb, attended the meeting and spoke uh, briefly to the volunteer fire chiefs. A couple of things that he, uh, which, by the way, Webb has 26 years with Dothan and also 32 years in the military with the Air Force and Air Force Reserve. He he made some good comments uh, last night and things that you need to know. Last week, dothan fire department made 350 runs that's 50 runs per fire engine they have nine fire stations and they're building the 10th fire station now which is scheduled to be completed next june or july so maybe december or january to be completed because you know they never do it on time but 350 runs by the Dothan Fire Department. That's an average of 50 per fire engine in Dothan. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, they're never made by appointment. When something happens, they have to roll. Uh, Also, 50% of Dothan Fire Department's personnel has less than five years' experience. They have a shortage of paramedics. There's something like 72 paramedic positions available, in the last count I had, they have somewhere between 40 and 50 paramedics uh, in the Dothan Fire Department. It's a field where you do help people, you do save lives, you do have a lot of challenges as a paramedic because you're faced with different things. Uh, You may be faced with somebody trapped in a ditch, trapped in a car. Uh, their hand is caught. I was trying to think of what it was recently. The hand caught in a, some type of machinery that they had to get out. Uh, it, it's never the same call, and you don't know what you're going to uh, when, when you're sent. Uh, there's been some pretty bad wrecks on Highway 52 uh, in the Webb area uh, last week or two where they had an ex- extended extrication. Uh, cutting the the uh, roof off the car to get the patient out of the vehicle, so there's a lot of challenges. And I want to encourage you that if you want to go into a field where you know you have helped someone, you I, I want to encourage you to look at the emergency medical field because there is a need for emergency medical technicians, uh, basic through paramedic, and Dothan needs one. And you see with 350 calls in this in Dothan. Uh, last week it's just one week they they do make a lot of calls Uh, Deputy Chief Webb talked about the mutual aid Dothan Fire Chief Larry Williams is real good to allow the Dothan Fire Department to mutual aid out in the county and in surrounding counties because a lot of the smaller departments cannot afford the cost for paramedics Uh, that's the top level training They, they can't afford that cost And so they'll have uh, a basic or intermediate, which can't start some type drugs and administer some treatment. And so Dothan Fire Department is good to send a paramedic when requested and out in the county. They don't go because of jurisdictional to go out there and take over the call. They're there to assist. Uh, The battalion chief who rolls out there is looking out for everybody's safety, his people, the volunteers or the agency they're going to assist the patient, and how can they help you and they assist you. Uh, so Dothan Fire Department helps in a lot of ways all the communities. They've met Echo when Southdale was in service. Uh, they've helped Southdale, uh, Hellberg, uh, Abbeville, all of the Houston County Fire, Slocum. They've met Hartford before. Any agency that's coming in with a critical type patient, they will help. I also want to mention survival flight in this, and this is not something that uh, Chief Webb talked about, but uh, when there's a prolonged extrication or a burn patient, if you go to a call, even here in Dothan, you need to launch survival flight if it's a burn patient because you're probably not going to a hospital in Dothan. You're going straight from the scene to a burn facility. And uh, they can also, the, a, a flight medic can do things that a regular paramedic can uh, cannot do. They can take over your breathing for you. And you, if you got bad burns, they can give you a shot, lights out, so you're not feeling the pain. So a lot of times, if it's even close in, even though we have two hospitals here, Survival flights called based on the needs of the patient, and they may not land here in Dothan, Alabama. But Dothan Fire Department, you don't you see the trucks running up and down the road. You don't know. Uh, but 350 calls in a, a week is a lot of calls. Uh, and the, um, they have a lot of things that they're working work in progress. One of the biggest problems I have is communications with each other. As far as being able to communicate with the agency that are responding to, uh, to know exactly what they have or meet. Some of that stuff uh, between Dothan Police Chief Will Benny, Dothan Fire Chief Larry Williams. Uh, Dothan Houston County Emergency Management Director Chris Judah, who also serves as president of the Volunteer Fire Association, Houston County Sheriff Donald Valenza. Some of their heads working together are working to resolve some of the communications issues and where the agencies can talk uh, to each other. Um, Last night at the meeting, they also brought two Houston County Sheriff's dispatchers. If you ever saw what they go through at the 911 center and what these uh, dispatchers do and, uh, Dothan has about six dispatchers. Uh, They dispatch all of Dothan Police and Dothan Fire. Sheriff's Office has about three dispatchers on shift. Sometimes they only have two, and they dispatch for 17 volunteer fire departments, uh, five EMS services, plus Pilchers and Headland when they run out in the county, seven municipality uh, law enforcement, as well as the Houston County Sheriff's Office, and some Troopers. And uh, they have a tremendous workload, and hats off to them for what they do and how they uh, are uh, try to be on top of things. There are certain questions they have to ask you when you call, and one of the first questions that you're asked when you dial 911 is, where is your emergency? Don't get mad at them when they ask that. Where, not what, where is your emergency? Do you know why they ask that question? They ask that question because if they lose contact with you, they know where to send help. They may not know what they have, but they know where to send help. Then the next question is, what is your emergency? And the dispatchers are trained in emergency medical dispatch, which they have a book that, uh, and they're trained in this, that whatever your symptoms are, they start asking you questions. Now, a lot of people say, shut up, quit asking me those questions and get help on the way. Well, help's already on the way. There's another dispatcher that's dispatching the help, But they're stepping you through and may have you start doing life-saving measures. The wreck at Webb, the gentleman that was in the wreck, uh, the Webb police officer applied a tourniquet because of a a bleeding that I don't know if they were able to save his arm, but it was questionable uh, whether they could save his arm or not on that wreck. Uh, He went to the medical center in Dothan and then was flown out to Birmingham shortly after he got to the medical center. So the, they, the dispatchers step you through steps to help save that life while the emergency units are responding. So there's a lot of good information. Our, our emergency system works good. There's some things that needs to be fixed. Uh, we do have some leaders that needs to get some blood flow oxygen to their brain increased because uh, they don't really know what's going on, and they try to make some policies that uh, they have no idea what they're doing. And most of them are called commissioners that have no clue of what goes on in the emergency medical world and in the fire world. They're only interested in what they're in, and most of the commissioners are only interested in being able to go to the Dothan Country Club and look important. Are going to the Chamber of Commerce and be introduced that oh we have an official so and so, with such and such government here and everybody bow down and praise them. They don't know what really happens out in the field and uh, and give them trouble. You have some uh, cities that don't even give them any money to your EMS uh, and and the fire out in the county. So uh, a lot of needs, Chief Webb the getting on the commissioners he didn't do so Larry don't have a stroke that's Ricky getting on to him but Chief Webb gave some good information about how much the uh, Dothan Fire Department does so uh, a lot of training coming up a lot of things happening Uh, there are some changes that needs to be made I'm not going to get them into them now but they'll be forthcoming Uh, there's some things that I'm going to point out because they need to be pointed out, uh, because some of those making decisions, there's just something about when you get elected, your brain, your blood flow to your brain slows down, and you don't, the oxygen's not up there, and kills brain cells, and you get pretty stupid. Uh, some of that's in some appointed officials too, but that is a way in elected officials, and they have no idea what's going on. But you know what? Kind of like in Geneva County, commissioners give the EMS the services $1,000 a year, $1,000 a year to provide EMS out in the county. You got four of them. So $4,000 a year. One of those commissioners has a heart attack and they live outside the city limits. There's only one hospital in Geneva County, and that's in Geneva. So uh, they do have a veterinarian clinic they make cure, some of those commissioners too, if they stroked out. Uh, but... They have to bring them to the hospital in Dothan. And uh, they don't support the way they should. I will say the Houston County Commission has done a pretty good job of supporting the ambulances in Houston County, but sometimes they get pretty stupid in some of the questions. This is Ricky Stokes. I'm Calling You Out Podcast. It will be available every Thursday at 9 a.m. If you have topics you want us to look into, give us a, a email, send us an email or send a text if you see stuff happening. Send us a text. If you see law enforcement or emergency vehicles running, turn your phone sideways, snap us a picture, send us a picture, tell us what's happening because we're only as good as you help us be. For Ricky Stokes News News, this is Ricky Stokes. Find Ricky on his website at
0: Rickystokesnews.com on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Hogwash.